0: Welcome to
1: Trashlight. I am one of your hosts, Rebecca. And I am your other host, Colleen. And here on Trashlight, we talk about the good, the bad, and the culturally relevant of Stephanie Meyer's Twilight Saga, chapter by chapter. This week, we are
0: talking about chapter two of Midnight Sun. It is titled Open Book. And this chapter opens up in Denali, where Edward is standing in the snow and he has a conversation with Tanya, where he turns her down again and decides that he is going to go back to Forks, Washington. And face his demons, and his demons being Bella and her tasty, tasty smell. Exactly. And so he shows up to school after about a week of being gone, and he and his family have conversations in the cafeteria that are very human and about whether or not he can make it through biology sitting next to Bella, and he decides that he can do it. And so he goes to biology and Bella and Edward have their first real conversation in biology really about why Bella is there. And he does well until he struggles in Spanish and then he leaves the school and like chills in his car. (laughs) And... Emo. Yeah, truly. He listens to angry music in his car.
1: For him, that's like fucking Tchaikovsky though. It's not like Green Day. No,
0: no, I don't think it is. Yikes. Yikes. And that's, that's really it. We do get a lot of interesting conversations with a lot of people, but nothing too terribly much happens.
1: Yeah. Um. Um, Go for it. Oh, I wanted to start with, I mean, we got to talk about Tanya. So my first thing that I want to talk about with her is that Edward says, Edward in his mind says that Tanya likes to fuck human men. And before she and her siblings became vegetarians, They would black widow them. They would fuck them and then eat them. Yes. Um, And so my question is, again, coming hot off the tails of Breaking Dawn and breaking people during sex, Dawn. Yeah. How does Tanya not vagina murder every man?
0: That's a real good question. Unless she just sort of starfishes during sex.
1: You know how in action movies when they don't, when they need women to still be sexy and they make them like vagina punch people to death? Yes. That's not what I'm talking about.
0: Yes. Like, (laughs) fully break their dicks, yes.
1: Like, yeah, I'm talking, to to get real specific, Yamada's first (laughs) time-esque. An anime I've never seen, but I do know that the series finale of that is Yamada breaking a man's dick. Yikes. (laughs) I have never seen an episode of this anime, but it's all about this girl trying to have sex for the first time, and at the last episode she does and breaks a penis and they both wind up in the hospital, I think? I don't
0: know. Wild. Absolutely wild.
1: It's wild. Anyway, how does Tanya not kill every man even when she's, like, when she's trying not to? Like, also, since she doesn't, why was Edward so fucking worried... In Breaking Dawn, when clearly, Tanya, it also says her sisters do this too. Tanya and her sisters have proven that vampires can have sex with humans without killing or hurting them. Again, I do think it comes back to starfishing. Um,
0: And the active versus passive roles that um, Edward and apparently Tanya uh, expect to play during sex
1: if you're fucking for fun starfishing isn't fun starfishing is something you do when you're like not feeling a hookup and you just need to get it over with like if you're like actively trying to have sex for anyway <laughs> i don't get it
0: i i've actually known people who's like yeah my favorite position
1: is starfishing what yeah so that, that peaked pretty bad <laughs> So shocking. I mean, not to put any, like, person, any people on blast on our podcast. Mm. Like, whatever. Good for you, not for me. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Also, my parents listen to this, so we should probably end this conversation.
0: <laughs> well, we're, we're going to pivot from this conversation. Yeah. Because Stephanie Meyer's talking about how Tanya and her sisters didn't want to kill all of the men that they were sleeping with because they wanted to continue to sleep with these men. Which is incredibly sex positive. Yeah. Like, Tanya and her sisters are out here having a ton of sex. And they've been having a ton of sex for decades? Centuries? We don't know how old Tanya is.
1: Good for her. Yeah,
0: right? Good for her. And Stephanie Meyer is like, yeah, that's the way to do it. Go forth. Yeah. Live your life. Be a vegetarian
1: now. Have fun. Have sex. Do it. Yeah. And this is wild to me. Yeah, considering the way that his sex is puritanically portrayed in the other books. Exactly. And Edward, like,
0: doesn't judge her for the sex.
1: No. He does judge what she's wearing, but he doesn't judge her for the sex. He does, yes. He he judges what she's wearing. But he's like, yeah, sure, have your fun. Live your life. Which is I am starting a fan conspiracy that Edward is gay. <laughs> And I think that this is evidence to the contrary. He's like, "Yeah, have whatever sex you want, but that outfit, girl, damn, like, what are you
0: doing?" <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> uh, throw throwback to that one. Um, I think it was an MTV Choice Awards. Um, <laughs> so specifically. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't. Well, because the award that was being given out was Best Kiss, and it was. So Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson won, and mm-hmm. instead of yeah. having them like, I think historically when you get this award you're supposed to like kiss on stage, and mm-hmm. the two of them didn't particularly want to kiss, and so our looks at her, takes the award, runs out and finds um, Taylor <gasps> uh, Lautner, Taylor Lautner, and yeah, kisses, okay. Taylor Laure- kisses Taylor, kisses Taylor Lautner. Yes. Yes.
1: Which is the truest form of being a queer ally. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Pride month is over, but it will never be in our hearts. Yes.
0: No, no, no. Always always here. Lives on in our hearts.
1: It's always Pride month in my house. Yes. Oh You're my god. Here. <laughs> Another Titanic reference. Exactly.
0: <laughs> How many chapters can we keep it going?
1: I don't wish to. No. <laughs> So, but also, on, oh, go
0: ahead. we do. I need to add one more point about Tanya. Tanya's yes. fun in this chapter. Yes. Like, she, run, she finds Edward and she's perching on a rock and he's like moping. And so she thinks cannonball and she fully cannonballs into the snow. Mm-hmm. Like, that is joy in its purest form.
1: Yeah. It's very different from the Tanya we have at the end of Breaking Dawn.
0: Exactly. So, A, who hurt her in the meantime, um, and B, why don't we get more of that? Yeah. Because this is fun. I love this fun,
1: Tanya. Yeah, and she's not, like, I mean, she definitely wants to fuck Edward, but she's not overly, like, rude or anything. She's not rude at all or anything when he's like, no, I don't, I don't wish to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that she has been flirty previously, and again, this is told, not shown. Um, Mm -hmm. but she accepts his rejection with grace and doesn't take, like, he even says that she has been hurt by this and that he feels guilty for hurting her. And that when they say goodbye, that she's not going to see him off because she's going to go nurse her feelings away and handle herself in a very healthy manner.
1: Which is totally reasonable. Absolutely. Lord have mercy. Yeah. But speaking of brooding Edward... Yeah, like, he God. keeps talking about how everything is boring and there's nowhere he wants to be. And that boggles my fucking mind because the world is amazing. And this is a man who has unlimited money and unlimited time. You could see... This is... I mean, I don't want to live forever. We've had the immortality debate. But, like, that's kind of my dream because then I could see every part of the world and do everything. Like, yeah. that's so cool to me. Like, you're... Like, this... Dumb bitch from Chicago is, like, nowhere in the world could excite me. Like, yes. bitch, make yep. it out of the contiguous 48. Yeah. Like, I guess he did because he's in Alaska. Yes. But still, like... Yeah. Go somewhere not depressing, maybe. Yeah. Like, go to a beach. Go to Isle Esme. Go to South Africa. Go to Australia. Go yeah. Go to Japan. Go to Mongolia. Like, go literally go wherever.
0: Yes. Like... All of these places have a nightlife like you don't need to be out in the sun
1: also there are so many jeans boys which are boys that only Only wear wear jeans yes no matter what like and a hoodie you could totally wear pants and a hoodie and sunglasses and as a white boy people would be like oh yeah that's just another jeans kid
0: yes like yes and in in like 06 when this book came out like he would have been on the cutting edge of emo honey this book came out last year no no well when twilight came out we've got yeah, like, to like transport ourselves is way back
1: that is fair but yeah that like that just that's a personal hang up where i was just like bitch i would kill for that opportunity right? to like get to do that and you're just like sitting here like brooding in a patch of snow like yes get over yourself yes <sighs> I will say, again, I was pleasantly surprised by how quickly we left Alaska. I think it would have been a very easy choice to, like, spend a lot of time with Edward's, like, brooding in Alaska. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, again, the pacing on this book is so far a lot better. Yeah. Than we've seen previously from Stephanie Meyer because he goes back to forks within this chapter. I had a thought
0: and I didn't, I don't know if I wrote it down but that in twilight we got a lot more of the the middle bits yes and with this we're not so far at least really getting anything like this is much more of a like if it's not important it's gone
1: it's not happening
0: exactly which is interesting i mean i prefer it but we'll see what what it does oh um, interesting
1: Sorry, I just flipped back to... Because I've i been using the same notebook for all my notes, so I just flipped back to my Twilight notes to see if I could remember what the... Like, when this happened in the chapters of Twilight. Yeah. The chapter names are the same. Yes, that I knew. Oh, I didn't know that. I, this is, like, new to me, because I have dumb bitch disease. <laughs> Rebecca's going to get a better grade on her dissertation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that changes next time. Um... Because I looked okay. at the chapter three title, and I don't think there's a chapter in Twilight titled Risk.
1: No, the chapter three of Twilight is Phenomenon. Yes. I made that joke in front of my parents when they were here a few weeks ago, and they didn't get it. I was like... What? Isn't that more your generation than mine? But apparently they're too old for it, and I'm too young for it, so uh, whatever. So it's my parents' was... generation. Yeah, it's your parents' generation. I was devastated when I was like... Manana. My parents were like, are you possessed? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, do, 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 And they were like, do we need to call the exorcist? And I was like, it's not anyway. Oh, um, so that Sesame so... Street or the Muppets? It's the Muppets. Good. It's the Muppets. Um, Let's see. I'm just seeing if I can. Yes. So this, the, the, so far, like the events that now happen at the end of chapter two also happen at the end of chapter two of Twilight. Um, sorry for the vamping about the Muppets. That was me reading into my notes because I didn't want to walk the seven feet to get my book copy of Twilight. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, But you're ex- absolutely right that even though they are, like, set up like they're paced the same, they aren't at all. Yes. And
0: I do think that's part of why our chapters in Midnight Sun are longer than they are in Twilight.
1: Yes. But it's not bother. it hasn't started bothering me. Yeah. At least. It might.
0: It might. Who knows? But they're, they are thus far better done. Um, yes. For sure. Yes.
1: So we get back to Forex. I am once again asking that Edward talk to Carlisle. I think we're going to get it in the next chapter. I don't. But I want that conversation. Yeah, I think we do. We get some conversation soon. But then, so then we're, you know, back in the cafeteria. Edward is, like, trying to psychoanalyze everyone. And my note was, because he, in the last chapter, said he had two advanced degrees. So I was like, unless one of those degrees is in psych, you need to fucking relax, my guy. Yes, yes. Um, And this is not really anything, but Emmett and Rosalie are bantering. Emmett banters like a cat collar, and I don't know how to feel about Yikes. it. Yikes. He does, like, he does something dumb, and Rosalie, like, kind of playfully calls him out for being done, and he says, like, I'd much rather see you do something, something, babe, and I'm like, ew. Why does that feel, like, gross? Yeah. They're married, but, like, gross. But also gross. It's very weird. I don't know, like, if that's how Stephanie Meyer thinks jocks interact with each other, like.
0: I don't I really, there's so much that I just can't question anymore.
1: It's so weird.
0: Yes. Yep. Emmett, so, what I oh, also man. think is very strange. Oh, continue. Sorry. Oh, I, have I was a just going to. Holy side point.
1: I was just going to say to continue on Emmett. Emmett is really in the camp of like, hey, like if you kill her, you kill her. Like if she dies, she dies, which is really, <laughs> which is really troubling. And yes. He has a specific line where he like tells Edward they shouldn't feel guilty, and so I did write, "Honey, he's Catholic." <laughs> Guilt is just sort of what he does. It is his core substance.
0: Yes, he breathes, he wakes up in the morning, breathes, guilty. <laughs>
1: Wake up, guilty. Post <laughs> up, guilty. Breakfast, the Cat- guilty. The Catholic remix of the <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my. oh, my God. But I think it's very interesting, and we saw this more in the last chapter than we see in this one, but that they don't say much at the table. No. Which is weird as shit. Yeah. like. If you're trying to blend in and you're trying to do, like, normal people things at a normal people school, like, you've got to have a conversation.
1: Although we know canonically that they do a very bad job of blending in. This is true. Because in Twilight everyone's like, they're those weird kids who don't talk to anyone else and also kind of don't talk to each other.
0: Which I just... Someone needs to take them into, like, Human 101.
1: They're that Steve Buscemi picture with the skateboard. Hello, fellow how, kids. How do you do, fellow kids?
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. Mm. But I do think that, and this is going to sound kind of weird, um, mm-hmm. coming back to Emmett, because I didn't realize I had a note on his, like, eh, if she does, she dies mentality. In some regards, he has a point. Because I think Emmett is also going to serve... As a counterpoint to Carlyle in this regard, hmm. as someone who's attempting to get him to uh, let go of his guilt. Yes. Because Emmett says in this chapter, word for word, eternity is a long time to wallow in guilt.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's right. He's right. It's what Catholics are scared of. Ex-
0: exactly. Yeah. It's,
1: that's the whole heaven and hell thing. It's every Catholic's deepest fear. Yeah.
0: And again, like, there is no... And, Edward can't really die. It's hard to kill him. So there is no real purgatory for him to do time in.
1: High school is purgatory. That,
0: that is what he says, yes. But no, 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 no. he's still alive. Yeah. So Yeah. No, you're right. While just while to die. He... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes. Ugh. Yes. So this kind of leads us out of the cafeteria and back into biology class. And this begins what I would like to call the hot messening of Edward. Yeah. Um, because... <laughs> oh, my God. It kind of starts in the cafeteria where he's, like, talking... He's, like, getting more fascinated with Bella because she has the tastiest smelling blood and he, you know... He is now more often, now that he's kind of gotten over that initial lust, and I use lust in all of its forms... Yes, truly. Um, to, like kind of get p- peaked as to why he can't read her thoughts. Well, cuz now um, he's curious.
0: Yeah. Um ex- yeah, exactly. Isn't that what peaked means? Like I think it's... you have to describe what has been peaked.
1: Peak P I Q anyway. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's curious. You
0: usually say that your curiosity um, has been peaked.
1: Peaked. I thought anyway, it doesn't matter. Um you get it. Um mm-hmm. so He is talking about her, and I'd like to read some of the descriptors that he uses before we get into how he actually interacts with her. Um, Keep in mind, again, that I called this era the hot messening of Edward. So he talks about her translucent skin about seven times, which is real rich coming from a pale-ass vampire. He also describes her eyes as the color of milk chocolate, but the clarity of strong tea. Which is weird. Weird. Which is extremely gross. Yes, that doesn't sound Um, pretty. It does. I don't... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And from there, he kind of devolves into like extremely awkward, never talk to someone, extremely socially anxious, because we're in his head. Everything he says, he completely second guesses. He's completely like, oh, like, my tone was to this. Like, oh, that came off wrong. Like, oh, I'm doing the, like, extremely self-conscious about the way that he's presenting himself to Bella. It's really funny. Oh, yeah. Hot Mess Express. It is... I wrote talking to people hard. Yes. Yes. It's he's so bad at socializing and social interaction and his like inherent arrogance does come out a few times within this conversation. Like he calls Bella intelligent for a human. Yep. Yep. Um, and he, you know, and we, we, I distinctly remember having this conversation when we talked about Twilight during this conversation, he's asking Bella these questions and she answers them and then he will like make a, a guess and she'll be like, no, that's not actually what's going on. Which is a little arrogant, but we also now learn from his point of view that he was like, oh, the only way she was talking to me is if she was correcting me. So I'm just gonna start taking some big swings and hope that she keeps talking to me. Yikes. Um, Which is kind of fun, which is also, like, adds a very funny texture to that. But it's just, like, I don't know, this is just what a crush is, my guy, and you just haven't had to deal with, again, like, moving back to what we talked about last week, about like getting unexpectedly horny in class. Like, this is just what Like, I can't believe you've done high school this many times and not had to deal with this.
0: Yes. He, even though, when in the last chapter describing other people's attraction outside of himself, he doesn't describe those as crushes. Yes. Which is also fascinating because he calls those, oh God, what does he call them?
1: I don't remember. It's like dalliances or something dumb.
0: No, not even dalliances. It's like obsessions.
1: Yeah, something de- real dehumanizing, probably. Yeah,
0: yeah. Misplaced fixation. Oof. She calls all of them, he calls all of them
1: fixations. I mean, yeah? That's still weird. I,
0: yeah, I think it's weird, but I think it's also part of the reason that he doesn't recognize attraction coming from internally either.
1: That's very fair. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's just it reads as someone with their first crush not understanding how to deal with it.
0: What are feelings? What, what is are? this feeling? So,
1: so sudden, sudden and, and new. new. <laughs> exactly. And it's he's you know there are stages of grief. I feel like denial is also the first stage of a crush.
0: Oh, straight for most up, yeah. So
1: he's like for sure still in the denial phase where he's like. I don't even think she's pretty. There's actually a quote where he says, she's better than beautiful. She's unexpected, which is also so fucking funny. Oh my God. Better than beautiful. Buddy. Unexpected is not a compliment, first of all. No. It makes it sound like so many bad things. It
0: makes it sound like he got hit by a car.
1: Yeah, this was better than beautiful. It was unexpected. It's like every single crush I've had ever in my life, Including celebrity crushes, for the most part, have started... And this might just be because my taste in... My taste in women, excellent. My taste in men, mm <laughs> um, Except for the one I'm marrying, he's great. But, you know, like, including celebrity crushes have always started with denial. And been like, no, this can't be. This can't be right. And then you're like, oh, fuck. But it is. It is. Yes. Damn it. Every single crush. Real people, celebrities, like, it's always just like, no! And that's where Edward is, and... He doesn't realize that's where he is, and I I do think that Stephanie Meyer does a pretty good job of writing him in this, like, really awkward, like, headspace, because we're in his head, and he hasn't realized that it's a crush yet. Yeah. So, she's doing a tightrope walk of needing to make it clear that it's a crush, but also needing it to be clear that Edward doesn't realize it's a crush. He's just there. Yeah. Yeah. And she does it pretty well. She
0: does. Which then, I think, further reinforces our idea of Edward as an unreliable
1: narrator. For sure. For sure.
0: Yes. But, God, this conversation that they have is so messy. It's so messy. And it's so funny. I I just... So, what I think is most hysterical is that she brings up that Phil, her stepdad, plays baseball. Mm -hmm. And he starts, like searching through his brain for rosters of current people playing major league baseball and he's like oh is it anyone i've heard of and she says no no strictly minor league he's not very good and then he reboots that roster with minor league players oh my god i just the fact that edward cullen finds minor league baseball interesting enough to potentially know of phil is mind-boggling to me oh my god it's he also 100% would have looked it up when he got home
1: yeah if I've said it once I've said it a million times sports fans are the nerdiest people on earth and somehow they have like done this whole branding campaign that sports were not actually nerdy but if you ask anyone who knows anything about a sport about like who was the like opening like linebacker on the 1979 Buffalo Bills lineup they'll be like oh it was so-and-so you know like
0: particularly baseball
1: yeah, it's so fucking nerdy. Like, it like people, yeah, people are huge nerds about sports, and they somehow branded sports as not nerdy when they're the nerdiest of them all. Yes, and I, I don't, I don't use nerdy drug totally. No. I think people being nerdy is awesome.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: I don't believe that it is an insult. Yep, yep I'm yep, reclaiming yep. the word. <laughs> yes, kill me. <laughs> um, <laughs> nerdy in a reclaimed sense. Jesus. Um. I... Edward also does a little bit of Bella is not like the other girls in this. Like, he's like, ooh, she's different. She's a dolphin. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he definitely, you know, the fact that she's in the a- that she took AP classes, that she actually knew what was going on in biology on the slides. I think one of the things that intrigued him most was that, like, you know, she's, she's very quiet, mm-hmm. right? And so she identifies the first one, and he's like, can I check? Because he, like, doesn't want it to be wrong. Which, he doesn't know that she knows jack shit about biology. So, to be fair, like, he could have approached it nicer, but, like, I don't blame him for wanting to check.
0: Oh, yeah. He also says that that's a thing that humans would do.
1: Right, yeah. And then when he does it, and he he does the next one, he goes to put it away, she's like, oh, can I check? And he's kind of like... Oh, that's a little saucy. I think I'm into that. Like, I think that that... I mean, it's not really... It doesn't have to be saucy. It depends on how she said it. And and straight up,
0: on, it wasn't saucy, I'm pretty yeah. sure.
1: Based on the movie, she just said, like, Oh, can I look at that? Like, you know, <laughs> she doesn't... But I, like, that intrigues him. He's like, ooh, a person interacting with me? And it's like, have you ever considered that it's because you don't interact with anybody else? <sighs> no. That thought has not crossed his mind at all.
0: <sighs> Mostly because every other person, he's already dismissed them by this point because he's heard inside of their brains and, like, yeah. decided that they're not worth his time.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, there is, like, a lot of arrogance there, but I everyone sucked in high school, so... Oh, straight up, yeah. Like, also, again, this goes back to just Edward shouldn't be in high school. Like, a little fair, like, if I, you know, I had friends in high school. Some of them, if I could have heard what, every single thought that was going on in their mind, maybe I wouldn't have wanted to be friends with them anymore, probably. Like... Yeah, I can see that being not because like they would be being mean or anything. Just like I can definitely see that being true. Being like, oh, that was troubling. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I hope we're all better people than we were in high school. That is my prayer for all of you yes. this week. <laughs> Blessings upon us all. Um, And he just like the other thing, and this is I guess moving a little bit out of biology and into when he like runs away to his car, like he just has too much time to agonize over this. Like, part of why he's in such agony, agony, is that he, first of all, he's spiraling. He cannot stop thinking about it, which, relatable. Yeah. And B, that he, like, doesn't, at least at this point, doesn't seem to have, like, an outlet to help him turn it off. Like, he doesn't sleep. He hasn't said, like, oh, playing my piano usually calms me down, right? Like, we know that he has canonical hobbies from the other books, but, like, nothing has come up as a, like, oh, this is something, like, I could go play baseball with my family to take my mind off of this. Or, like, I could learn a new piano piece. Or, you know, like, any of his other hobbies. Like, he hasn't talked about any of those. He's just like, I guess I'm going to spend the rest of my life fixated on this forever. Thank you so much for coming. Yes. And bless his heart. He's... Yeah, and he's not even fighting it. No, he's just sitting on the toilet for too long thinking about his crush, metaphorically speaking. Truly. He talks with her once and he is obsessed. And this crush is done, again, much better than Bella's is in Twilight. Yes. Like, this feels much more authentic than Bella's did. Yes.
0: Because Edward at this point is much more dimensional than Bella ever was. Yes. Because he's a hot mess.
1: Yeah, and he for sure is, like, I mean, is this groundbreaking storytelling, like, aloof kid, like, finds kind of pretty girl and, like, loses his marbles and realizes that people can actually be cool sometimes? Is that a groundbreaking story? No. no. But it's not being told badly, no. at least at this point.
0: Yeah, thus far, it is not being handled poorly. Wow. Yes, I do, Before before we end on this thing... So, after Spanish, he runs out to his car to, like, brood, Um, and Mm -hmm. when school lets out, it's lightly raining, and he gets out of his car to stand in the rain on the off chance that he could maybe talk to her.
1: (sighs) Honey. Yeah? (laughs) Honey. (laughs) This, all I could think of was, so, for those of you that didn't go to high school with me and Rebecca. Oh my god. Our high school was shaped like a female reproductive system. That's not really the point. It was shaped like a uterus, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, because of that, it was, like, you know, it was uterus-shaped, but it had these interconnected, like, locker hallways cutting across, like, the yeah things. I don't... I'm not doing a great job of well, describing the What would have the
0: been po- the cervix and where the fallopian tubes attach? You're yeah. welcome.
1: The, the point is that, like, there were multiple ways to get to the same spot. Plus, like, every floor was basically shaped like that, except for the basement. Like... So you could, like, go down the stairs and, like, through a part of the first floor and then back up some stairs because there were lots of different staircases. Like, yeah. there were a lot of ways to get to various places on campus. And, you know, there were, like, the quickest ways, but there were also, like, the least traffic-y ways. Like, I for sure had some roots in high school that were, like, it. that's the quickest path, but if I walk down there, I will get crushed by the number of people in that hallway, you know? Yes. So... I just had, like, a war flashback to, like, both myself and other people that I knew, like, conniving their pathway from class to class based on their crush's schedule. Oh, So yeah. that you could line up so that you could, like, run into them or, like, walk farther with them to class than you normally would have, but, like, pretend that you were doing it to, like, avoid a crowded hallway and not because you just, like, wanted to spend more time with them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or just stalk them, honestly. Like, sometimes it was just fully stalking. And not actually talking to them, it was just following them. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I Um, did that in high school. I for sure did that. I didn't do the stalking one, I don't think. But I had friends who definitely did.
0: So, I don't think I did the stalking one. (laughs) But, like, if I, in, so, like, early in the year, if in an attempt to find a faster pathway to get to class, I happened to stumble across my crush in the hallway, that was then the pathway that I would have pursued.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Same, 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 obviously, yes, yes, yes. Because
0: I don't, I don't think that's stalking, because I wasn't like, oh, this is, you have class X, and you're going to class Y, which means that you, by my deductive reasoning, are going to walk through locker hallway C, and I am going to go out of my way to walk through that same hallway going the opposite direction, and I'm going to pose. Uh, No. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, but up until you got to the poster <laughs> I definitely did do that. Oh, no, that I did not do. I meant stalking as in, like, figuring out which way they were going, but not talking to them, just literally following them in the hallway. Oh, that's I have, weird. I know people in high school who did that, which is wild. Um, no, I, <laughs> I definitely, like, would figure out someone's schedule, especially when we were, like, freshmen and sophomores, oh. our schedules were, like, way more fixed. Yes, like, yes. where you could really only be in, like, one of, like a couple potential classes at any given time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I for sure did some uh, you know hacker calculations in my head about certain people and were like, okay, I know how to find this person and I will just change my route accordingly. So
0: <laughs> yeah yikes. I don't I don't think I ever did that.
1: I also, like, my brain is really bad at holding some things memory-wise and really good at holding other things, and schedules is one of the things that my brain is pretty good at holding, Mm -hmm. so it has always been easy for me to remember people's schedules, like, school schedules that are consistent. Yeah. um, anyway, all of this to say that, like, the fact that what Edward is doing here, like, thrust me into 2010. Yeah. And my own high school experience is a sign of that it's done well. Yeah, because it's reminding me of my awkward, messy high school crushes. Yes, and that's oh, the messiest. I mean, extremely messy. Oh, just God. simply the me- there is not an OnlyFans tier high enough for y'all to hear just how messy. No, there <laughs> truly isn't. These things got. <laughs> but um, we can talk about other people for a price. Oh, but ourselves? Yeah. Absolutely no, not. Oh no. Um, but again, all this to say, like, we're we're fully tangenting that, like, it's just a mark of how much better this is written and how much more fleshed out and relatable of it. Like, yes, we had our Jeffrey Dahmer moment in the last chapter, but I'm already more invested in Edward than I ever was in Bella. Yeah. Which is wild, considering how horrible of a person we know Edward is going to be in the next few chapters. And particularly considering that he
0: does some of his worst stuff in Twilight. In Twilight, exactly,
1: like, Within the next, I mean, this can't be a spoiler if you've listened to our podcast from the beginning. Within the next four chapters, he is going to fully gaslight Bella to the definition of gaslighting. Like, we know that's going to happen. And yet, I am invested in Edward and his, like, hot mess express.
0: Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Wild. Absolutely nuts. But, yes, so if you'd like to talk to us about this. Your um, messy high school experience. Uh, yes, please. Oh, my God, please share with us your messy high school experiences. If I you went to high school for with us, that. please
1: don't put us on blast, though.
0: Yes, I, I live for that. Please and thank you. Um, you can do that. Our email is trashedlight at gmail.com. We have, uh, we're on the socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our handle is at trashedlight. We've got a Tumblr that is trashedlight-podcast.tumblr.com. And we have a website, trashlight.siblecast.fm. Yup. Alrighty. And on that note, bye. Bye.